Welcome to The Being Leader. I'm Annabelle Graham. To be or not to be. And how the hell does that relate to leadership? So a fair few years ago now, I was with some of the coaches on a development session and we were asked the, the question, are you a being coach or a doing coach? And it was just left to hang. And I'll be honest, I sat there and I looked at one of the other coaches who I was with, who I'd only met that day. And I think the reality was we were all feeling a little bit vulnerable because in my head, I had absolutely no clue what question I had been asked. By the look on her face, clearly neither had she, because we both mouthed at each other, what on earth is a being or a doing coach? And from then on, a friendship was formed. And we did, once we got an explanation, answer the question and realised that we were probably more being coaches, because we really wanted to unpick and unpin why people did what they do, rather than strive for the goal and just get some outcome at the end of the session. And when I think about how that comes into leadership I think it it starts to define some of the ways that we see leaders work and act and I really want to start thinking about what does it mean to be a being leader so if we think about how we deal with people how we respond to requests or react to challenges or stress or issues at work we often see people fall into two camps you've got the doing people they're the ones who just get on with stuff often for a few reasons. So it may be because doing stuff allows them to block out what's going on, it's a coping mechanism. It could be that they genuinely have things they need to have happen, and that's the, you know, being busy is a way of moving forward. Um, And then there's those people who need to achieve, who really like, you know, a good list that they can tick off as they go down. Um, You know, sort of like to plant a flag on something at the end of the day and go, oh, I've done it. They're the doing people. They are the people who look at output, at productivity, who see everything in stuff. Um, And, you know, with everything that's been going on over the last few weeks, it can be a real way of coping with change. But often that stuff isn't even big stuff. You know, it's not important principles or objectives or things that they need to achieve. It's all that myriad of little activities that sort of fill our inboxes and keep us busy every day, every week, every year. They're the things that make us complain to our friends or um, neglect our family or don't do the habits that we want to do or make time for ourselves, you know, even going to the gym or going for a run or spending time with people that we want to spend time with. You know, in a world where being busy is sometimes seen as a badge of honour, those doing people are the ones who wear the badges and have the the shiniest halos and put themselves out there. You know, you've seen them on social media. They're the one who who's done the massive list that day and you just sit there feeling inadequate comparing yourself with your inner critic going, you've not done anything. You've just procrastinated and watched Holmes Under the Hammer. You've not achieved anything today. But you know what? Being isn't busy isn't always the answer. Because then we have the, the being people. They're the ones who look at things a little bit differently. Who start to dig under the surface who ask those challenging questions about why we're doing something, about what it's going to deliver, and is it the right thing to do? They start looking at how people are behaving, at the psychology of it, and unpick exactly what the reaction is. 
These are the people who know why they're doing what they're doing, who are really clear on themselves and their purpose, on their identity and really settled and grounded in what their role is. Um, and often they're really clear on their methodology too and how they're going to go about it. You know, Otto Sharma from Massachusetts Institute of Technology, um, in his theory, you encapsulates this in some ways and says, you know, where we place our attention, our energy follows. So understanding where we're coming from and where we're putting our attention and being really present is key. Because being people aren't there for the quick wins or the badges of honour or to plant the first flag. They're there to play the long game, to help people to develop, to understand behaviour, context and environment. The being people have a sense of self and understand themselves and are willing to be reflective and really hold the mirror up to how they act, how they behave and see, is it the right thing to do? And they're also willing to hold that up to other people, to dig under the surface and understand what's going on and to really be there for people. So when we think about how we want to show up with leaders, as leaders, how we want to work with our teams, our communities, um, we've got two choices. We can be those doing leaders, you know, the ones who make things happen, who drive their teams, who are about success and competition and winning and being there first and getting there and achieving. You know, how they achieve isn't always important. They don't always sit back and reflect and understand the how they got to where they got to. Instead, they get caught up in the stuff and they don't stop and think about the impact on themselves, their people and their teams. Those that they lead and the impact that that has within their organisation. Because they could be leaving collateral damage behind them. You know, people could hate them or feel, you know, threatened or worried or afraid. But they're much more likely to pay attention to objectives and KPIs and outputs rather than think about anything about that, about the culture, about the impact that it's having and what it means for the longer term. They're not even looking in that realm. And then we've got the second approach, the being leaders. So, as I said before, being leaders play the long game. They realise that they're not going to get a quick win. That if they're going to build success, then they're going to have some failures. And they'll need to really look at how they operate, what they're doing, how they're showing up. And most of the point, they're going to have to tap into that in their teams as well. They're going to have to look at capability, at behaviours, and how they need to fix the organisation environment, the culture, to enable it to be the right one for them to succeed. And they'll then have to enable people to be the right way. Only then, coupled with skill, will the team really start to achieve success. And the reality is that may take time because it requires behaviour change. It requires other people to start to become being leaders, to think about how they operate and what they do, you know, and the manner in which they go about things and the impact that they have. And it requires people to start to recognise blind spots, you know, and, and how they are and be reflective and present. Not everyone's going to be up for that because that requires us to look in the mirror and say, is what I did today the right thing? Could I have done it differently? And to be really self-critical. It requires us to leave our ego at the door and to not want the glory or the successes, but to recognise that success comes in the sustainability of what we put in place by adopting the right behaviours. 
And that's difficult because, you know, people don't like to change. We only change for two reasons. When it's bad enough, we don't have any choice and we're forced to do it, either by circumstances or someone. Or when we really buy into it, when we really want it enough and then we make that change, it's really proactive and we have energy around it. But other times we just don't bother. It's too difficult. Now, I don't think I realised I was a being leader when I was one. If I think back on my leadership career, you know, and all the teams that I led and all the different roles that I was in, I I didn't necessarily recognise at the time that why people did what they did was important. I did, however, recognise that what got me out of bed in the morning was seeing people to develop. So maybe I did. Maybe I recognised there was that piece. Um, but I did know I didn't like quick wins. And I knew I used to irritate every boss I ever worked for. Because while I'd go in and, and help deal with problem teams and problem regions, I wouldn't create a quick fix. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm exceedingly good at doing. I can get stuff done. Um, but I tend to do it for the right reasons. And if I don't think it's the right reason, I tend to find a way to avoid it. Um, and I recognise also that if I wanted to build a team that worked well, was successful, and more to the point that that sustained long after I was moved on to the next project or the next team, then I had to think about how they went about things, about how they behaved. And I had to build capability. It wasn't enough to put a sticking plaster on the, the injury or the cut knee. I had to work out why it had happened in the first place. And that meant I had to dig under the surface and sort of ferret out what was going on. I had to tap into people's values and really create people who could self-sustain. Now, the reality is that isn't always doable in businesses because if people don't want that, if they don't give you time, you know, businesses need things to happen quickly and that isn't always doable. But I do know the long game works and being aware of how people do things matters. I know that when I have those conversations with leaders and coaches, I spend all my time thinking about the psychology of behaviour. What makes people do what they do and how they show up? What we see is the tip of the iceberg and it's crucial we get people to start to recognise the way they present themselves matters. Because only in starting to be aware of what we do, do we begin to increase our impact and make a difference to ourselves and to those around us. So I want you to consider a few things when you start thinking about being a being leader. Where are you coming from? What's your intent? What system shaped you? Is it your family system, college, university, different organisations? What great habits have you formed over the years? And what gets in the way? What's important to you? And how do you need to be for your family, friends and team? What enables you to be truly present and be your best self, enabling others by where you pay attention? 
Big questions, I know. And in coming episodes, we'll break it down. But just for now, think about and notice when you're doing. Tap into why you're doing it and start to recognise how you're being and start to find that being leader within you. Thanks for listening to The Being Leader. 